this season on more and more every day. Let's do something together every day to be better oral historians. I don't know about you, but I love a daily task, whether it's a writing prompt to get me focused or a quick icebreaker to start class discussion. I love short, easy challenges. That's why this season's 10-minute or so episodes will feature experts, like-minded colleagues, resources, and things I'm learning along the way. But each episode will also end with a prompt, something you and I can do that day to improve our skills as oral historians. I'm your host, Summer Sherland. Let's do this. Welcome back, oral historians. In the last episode, we talked a bit about interviewing family members. That's why today's challenge may be a great follow-up to that topic. In her 2003 article, Susan Kraft asks oral historians to question, how much do we really want to know? I am not sure if there is a better introduction in the scholarship than hers. Kraft writes, quote, What I have come to realize, however, in part through the study and practice of oral history, is that the truth, if it does exist at all, is made up of many truths. And this is as much the case with the war in Iraq as with the life history of an individual, end quote. Seriously, I wish I wrote that. Anyway, in her coverage of her experience working with the Dance Oral History Project at the New York Public Library for the Performing Arts, Craft questions oral historians to consider, quote, what are the appropriate areas of inquiry? And is this appropriateness determined by our narrator and his or her public persona, the type of work they do, the kinds of histories they might hold? Or should we make more general statements on this? She wonders about asking performers in particular about their private lives, and she toys with the limits of what constitutes private life in the first place. After all, Kraft argued nearly two decades ago, perhaps that a day has come when diaries and private letters no longer offer much insight into one's personal life. Instead, maybe these kinds of things can be found elsewhere. Instead, maybe in 2021, we can find more about a person's life and personal story in their digital footprint, social media posts, and virtual correspondence. Kraft also argues, and I agree, that oral historians may provide a unique replacement. She ends with, quote, certain truths are only revealed to those who have direct contact to the subject herself or to those who knew her. So if certain truths are only revealed to certain people, what is your role as an oral historian when it comes to the kinds of research you're doing? What truths do you seek and why? For today's challenge, track down Susan Kraft's piece. I've listed and linked the citation in the show notes. I want you to read Kraft's piece and then use your journal to respond to her questions, namely, How much do you want to know about your narrators? And be specific. Don't just say everything. What do you really want to know? And why? How does it pertain to your research? How is it that you're going to need to know certain things about your narrators' lives? And why should it matter? All right, we want to hear what you put down. We want to hear what you think is important to know about your narrators. Share with us at SMCC History, hashtag more and more every day. We want to hear from you. Tell us how you did today at SMCC History. Use the hashtag more and more every day on Instagram and Twitter. Our email is historysouthmountain at gmail.com. 
And I hope you follow us, write a review, or suggest us to a colleague. More and More Every Day is brought to you by the South Phoenix Oral History Project at South Mountain Community College in partnership with the Southwest Oral History Association. Music by Noah Gattel. <laughs>